Stop shit, nigga. Come on. 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 Uh, it's your boy Brentel. I got my co-host Kirsch with me, and we got cousin Doobie in the building tonight. Um, how how y'all fellas doing? What's up? What's up? Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn. It's good to hear from y'all. Um, anybody got to watch much basketball this week? I have not caught any basketball this week. Uh, yeah, I will, but I started watching, you know, the Bulls, obviously. But, man, I actually didn't even see the end there, and they actually beat Portland. But, man, I think I watched Dallas to come here today. That's probably why Juke was cutting up because Miami and Boston are on right now. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Miami ain't playing no defense. They're looking real bad right now. Did you say they're looking bad right now? They're looking bad. All right, we'll start with the money ball. Uh, Clemson, Ohio State. Um, Ohio State was the underdog. If you took that straight as a straight bet, you was going to make a lot of money off of that game. Um, did any of y'all put any bets in? Or do y'all know anybody who put bets in on that Ohio State-Clemson uh, game? Clemson, no. Uh, I, I don't think I do. I don't think I've seen anybody or heard nobody taking Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah, I don't, I don't know anybody who bet on the game. Yeah. I, I actually turned down a bet that would have made me $25. <laughs> <laughs> $25 rich, man. <laughs> you don't believe in old state? <laughs> huh? I said, you don't believe in old state, huh? Nah, <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was, uh, because I, I was calling it as soon as Dabo was talking shit, but, you know, f- funds uh, from from the job got tied up, so. Okay. Um, shit, I wouldn't have bet on Ohio State in that game. I, I thought for sure Clemson was going to come out and get the win, but they didn't. Um, shout out to Ohio State for getting the win. Um. What would y'all bets be in um, the Alabama-Ohio State game? Oh, I checked, and um, Ohio State is the underdog as far as hey. like Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I do want to add real quick. Um, I called it at the beginning of the week that Ohio State would win by double digits against Clemson. And everybody thought I was crazy. I don't know what I was doing. What was that Saturday? But I didn't. I meant to catch the game, but I, I don't know what I was doing. I didn't even catch it. I was just surprised that they did beat Clemson. Man. I was too. I was like, 
Because I heard, like, the group chat, the fellas group chat, they was like, yo, you know, it was going crazy. I'm like, what? What's going on? Yeah. Because I was doing a podcast or something. Then they got to talking, cursing them, got to talking. And then I looked at the score, like, what the fuck? What what happened? Like, was, was Clemson, like, did they not have everybody? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I have heard, I think I don't know if it was on TV or one of the guys or somebody on Facebook mentioned it though, like, they said Trevor Lawrence's last two, like, big games, he hasn't really showed up, so he's he gonna be number one pick, but, I don't know. Hmm. He did, did win them two titles though, but maybe he was hurt, or no, he was just out with COVID, but I don't know what's that about. Hmm. Well, he's only got yeah. one title, Doobie. Oh what? Oh, he, he was behind Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. Oh no, nah, he he wasn't on that team. He um he came after Deshaun Watson. I thought Clemson won the last two. Now, well, okay, that goes my college football. Now let's stick to let's stick to corner threes. Man, let's stick to basketball. <laughs> uh, I got another one. It's like the money ball we want to use for like betting or predictions. Um, I say James Harden will be traded. Well, he, yeah, if he does get traded, it will be to a fringe playoff team with a lot of assets to offer, not a contender. I take my prediction back, actually, from last week. I still do think he will get traded, but really, Wall had a good week last week, and Christian Wood been hooping. So I mean, they, he might change his mind with Christian Wood. I don't really know the Wall because John Wall is ball dominant too. So, but I I don't know if he's if he gonna get traded this year. Man, I think he might play this year out. I'm gonna change my little prediction. Yeah, I he got he got a talented team over there right now, and if he yeah. does leave, they're gonna get even more talented without. Him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> yeah, definitely gonna get way more talented. Um, um what you what, what you think about that, Kirsch? Um, I. I was I was on the bandwagon of the uh, Hark not getting traded. I, I just don't I don't see any team that's that's willing to give up what Houston's asking for. Like I read an article again because I read a lot of the Miami stuff that uh-huh. they said uh, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson weren't enough for James Harden. I'm like you're out of your mind. Like <laughs> what else would you want? Like. Nobody's offering bam, anything. Bam, bam, my body. You're not getting bam. Like that, that defeats the purpose. Why am I going to trade my young dog for James Harden? Are you freaking kidding me? What? It is James Harden, it's Curry. James like, Harden. <laughs> I would not get. I would not get. I I think Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. You still got Jimmy Butler though. At least. Okay. Bro, no, no. I mean, I could. Yeah, I get you. But, you but doing I'm, the homer I'm, thing. You know what I'm saying? I know no, you. That's what no, you're I'm doing. saying that from from uh, like looking at the chemistry and knowing what it takes 
to get to a championship. James Harden's never been to a championship that, that he actually was a big, big contributor. That he was carried there by KD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that was it. There as a big dog. And quite honestly, like I don't think he would even get who 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 commented. Ray Allen commented. I, I I read the headline, but didn't read the article. But Ray Allen said, in order for James Harden to get to the finals and be given credit, he would have to basically dumb down his game like Ray Allen did. Mm. And become yeah. part of a trio and not not be the dog. Yeah. Awesome or really just another second style like Brian A D did. Like not a old C P, not a old uh, Westbrook ain't know, but Westbrook ain't never been that you know what I'm saying, much to me. But he yeah, he gonna have to go somewhere where he can Giannis, he should try and get to Milwaukee. Um uh, Giannis like, Giannis didn't want him. Like yeah, he definitely did. That go that go back to last year when they had that little spat in the media. Um, what about instead of it being a, a trio? How about the two the two superstar thing with and filling a, a a roster around with depth around those two stars? That's what we've been seeing winning. You know what I'm saying? These last couple years, not my, minus Golden State for real. I think LeBron and the Lakers kind of changed that format with uh, uh, what's his name too, Kawhi and Paul George too out there with the Clippers. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you seen that from both both the final teams last year. You see it with even like Boston, like that's a, that's a two two star team with a whole bunch. Of that's players. another reason Miami should go out the hill because Jimmy ain't yeah. gonna cut it. Jimmy and they, Bam ain't gonna Those are stars. You you don't trade a twenty one year old star on the rise. For a thirty-year-old ball hog, to win now, though, to win now, ain't that what it's about? But you're not going to win now because James Harden doesn't win now. He doesn't win. Jimmy Butler, dude, you still talking about pairing him with Jimmy? That 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 doesn't make you a better team. Bam's a better facilitator than than James Harden within the structure yeah. of what they're trying to do. He plays defense. He's a big. Athletic big that has range, like James Harden. James Harden is cool. He fills up points and and that kind of shit. He makes highlights, but he's not fucking with Bam within the structure of making Miami better. Like you take Bam off of that team, that team doesn't make it to the finals. Even if you put James Harden on that team, that team does not make it to the NBA finals. Point blank, period. Um, That's false. I don't uh, agree with that. Yeah, let me, let, uh, right. yeah. Um, I would say this: <clears throat> there's players. There's two different types of like stars, right? There's stars that lift the sea, the the floor of your team, and then there's stars that lift the ceiling of your team, right? I think James yeah. Harden is a guy who, once he gets there your team is going to automatically improve, right? But they, in order for, he's he's a system, James Harden is. You know what I'm saying? It's not a proven winning system, but he's enough to, you just plant it in there, plant him in your, on your roster, and you that's your system, is him. 
Uh, yeah, but what about when he was in OKC when he had like that was a he wasn't he wasn't James he, he really Harden. became an ISO player up right, in Houston. He wasn't he wasn't James Harden then. He wasn't MVP <laughs> James Harden. You see what I'm saying? That's who he is right. now. Like he 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 was in his straight jacket. His game was in his straight jacket. Six man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once he's able to be the man and you get to see his actual talent, it's. He's too big of a situation. Like, I think, I think my, if I, if I'm Miami, if I don't have to give up too much to get him and keep Bam, you keep, you're going to, Jimmy's only going to be around for another two, three years because he's always injured and he's, he's getting up in age. Um, you gotta, and, and James is what, he's what, 30 this year? Yeah, he almost paid him. So, I understand them not getting him, but if you do make that move to win right now, you can't give up everything. But he is a player for some of these other teams to give up everything to get him right now. If you're still going to be able to win. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a matter of how you want to win, really. And... Miami has a, a proven system. They have a proven prototype for that system. The prototype of players they have for that system, coaches, etc. He don't. He he doesn't fit that mold to be giving everything up for him right now. But he is a player that you give whatever you got. You throw the kitchen sink to get a James Harden. What's that? Oh shit! Damn, I wish I could mute niggas. Um, what? What do you think, Kirsch? You still, you still stand on that? This is Brentel and Janelle. Be sure to check out our Journey of a Relationship podcast, where we discuss all things relationship, the ups, the downs. Everything in between. Search Journey of a Relationship on all streaming platforms. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Um. Yeah, what, what y'all, what do you, so that's how y'all feel about James Harden. All right, we can move on. Uh. I got another one in the money ball. Let's see. Oh, I'm calling it right now. I watched, I got a chance to watch Brooklyn and like the awe of Brooklyn is gone. I would say because they don't defend well and they, they're not good at rebounding. I thought they would be way better at like rebounding and playing defense. They don't do that well. So, I'm going to say that Brooklyn will be the Clippers of the East this year. They will have a meltdown. Do we mute? Yeah, I think... Um, with Dimity getting hurt, that really hurt them. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say think like Katie gonna choke or whatever like uh, Clippers and did because the East is still weak. I think they could come out the East. I don't think I don't think they're gonna choke. I just don't think that team is going to be able to like the scoring and all that shit ain't gonna be enough because they, they don't defend well and they don't rebound and. Especially when the game slow down, you got to be able to rebound. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what that's what's going to be there. No pun intended. Achilles heel. Uh, while we while we on um, Brooklyn, did you guys see uh, Kevin Durant is missing four games over the next seven days because he's been exposed to COVID? I was yeah, gonna ask uh, what injury he had. <laughs> no, he yeah, he's exposed to COVID. Oh, Safety geez. protocols. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm not even sure how I feel about the NBA season right now. I know it's it's it feels it just feels too early. I had a, a tidbit that I was just reading though. Um, I don't know if y'all was aware of it. Uh, Miami walked out on the uh, national anthem mm. in protest. Yeah, I just seen that. They were just showing that on TV or whatnot. Um, that's what I'm thinking. We were just seeing how they just forget all about their last. I guess we were ahead of ourselves. Right. I guess they got reminded. Um, let's see. Uh... Did you guys, well, you probably didn't hear about this, but um, they are cutting the timeout, like the timeout and halftime entertainers that come out. Um, and they, the halftime and, and time timeout performers usually make anywhere from um, $1,500 to $5,000 a show, right? Um they're doing this to cut costs. Does do you guys think it's a matter of empty stadiums or like stopping any excess pay, like stopping the bleeding? I think it's kind of a combination of both. Like you, you look kind of silly having half heart performances in an empty stadium. Like I seen. Um, Nisha Nache performed at the Pistons halftime show, I think it was last week. And I'm a fan of Nisha, but like, it looked weird when she posted it on her Instagram that she was performing in front of the empty stadium. So I, I think it's kind of a combination of both. Like, why am I paying you to perform for nobody? But like, let's stop looking crazy. Um, I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like, yeah, I get the business of it, and but the optics looks better for TV. You know what I'm saying? Like when if like if you're watching League Pass and you see like the halftime performers and stuff like that, when you see that, it's kind of cool. Hey, who is that? Oh, that's young. That's nephew. Um, when you see that, 
the performance in the halftime, it adds an element of like entertainment and production value, but yeah, it helps that turn go over like you know that, that little intermission right here. But yeah, I, I I get it. I didn't but, think. But they have you seen how they've been doing like highlight videos now instead? Uh, I didn't see that. Yep, they definitely been doing that. Okay. Um. So we'll see how that how that develops over the next couple of weeks. Um. The NBA players are being required to wear contact sensors for uh, tracing for COVID. <laughs> what even is that? I have I didn't know anything about that. What is that? It's basically like because you you know how you ever looked on have you there's a um on the iPhone there's contact tracing on the iPhone too um like if you if you do get COVID or whatever and you report it within the tracer it'll tell you like hey you've been by somebody who had it. You know what I mean? If everybody's reporting into these tracers. And I know. So. Oh, okay. So you still have to, like, self-report. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought I thought they was, like, um, the the way it sounded initially, I thought you, they was, like, putting trackers on the players or something. Nah, nah, nah. It's just like, <laughs> Make sure they have they cheat you will know where where they've been at though. <laughs> you will know where they've been at though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a good. It's definitely good technology, but it's like, will the players take it seriously? You know what I'm saying? Will they were yeah. to it like? Uh, it's not a, it's not foolproof. Um, did you guys see the little kerfuffle with Paul George and the Phoenix Suns the other night? Definitely, man. That was me and my, me and Ian was talking about that. <laughs> Where rest to? Yeah, Paul George. He got to really come out and prove himself. Like you know, he got to. Yeah, pretty much he shit, he averaging thirty now, so I mean, he just gotta keep playing his way into setting people up. Like yeah. Like you number know, two. You on the court, bro, people gonna talk back. You just bust their ass, you know, just by by hooping. Yep. That's your game talk. Yep. That's what it is. That looker, he gonna get here. If C P was talking, he could stop C P but he ended up putting up thirty nine and winning, so he said everybody been talking stuff to him, so yeah, I like it though. I think it's good. Yeah, he put up 39, hit seven threes, and led them to the victory, a 112-107 victory. Um, yeah. Okay. As you're, when your peer is calling you soft, like, when you were kind of like, is this, a, is this an indictment on his status in the NBA? Or did that happen already? That's why he's getting this type of treatment. 
You know what I'm saying? Like his instead, his status has been lowered. So he's a lower tier guy now. He's not like, you know, that PG thirteen brand that he was in Indianapolis. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say lower, but he had like what, the last two playoffs he haven't showed up. So I wouldn't say lower, but yeah, like before his two uh before his two knee injuries he was up to. But I wouldn't say lower. I think he's still a tier one player. I don't think he's tier two yet. Um, do you think this is where the conversation was for me? Like, do you think they was calling him soft because he's talked about the mental health aspect of being in a bubble last year? Because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like. Maybe that's where that come from. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's where that type yeah. of energy come from. I don't know. I'm speculating, but like, I ain't never seen nobody do them like this prior to this. You know what I mean? Prior to last mm-hmm. week, and that's he came out and was you know honest about how, how his mental health was doing. But we know how Chris Paul can be, though. I think he bring that type of energy to what whatever um whatever team he's on. It seems like everybody get more heart. They they talk more shit. They gonna get in more hold me back um situations. He gonna start yeah. a couple fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. He gonna punch a couple people in the nuts. You know that's what he do. Uh. So. And Chris Paul is definitely a nigga that you want on your team and not want to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Chris Paul, like we can go into a tangent. Do y'all think he's like a de facto coach? Like that's why they brought him in? Or is he here to just that, teach the Better guys? question. What's I got up? a better question for you. What's up? Is he a first ballot Hall of Fame without a championship or do he need one to be in the Hall of Fame? We all know he's a good leader. Wait, is he still in the Hall of Fame? I say yeah. Y'all means y'all means in the Hall of Fame. Thank you, thank you. You beat me to it, Curse. You know that's where I was going. Absolutely. Um, yes, he's a he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Andre Iguodala is a Hall of Famer. Uh, who else? Anybody that's on the cusp. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. Okay. Andrew Bogus a Hall of Famer. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, hey, Kirsch, we at the halftime. I'm going to let you have it. Go ahead. I forgot what my halftime speech was. Talking about the blowouts. About who? The blowouts. The blowouts that we're seeing from night to night. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget where I was going with this, but um, it's the NBA's got to do some kind of adjustment or something to fix these blowouts because it's... I don't even want to turn on the the TV to watch this stuff. <laughs> like, how are you getting blown out by 40 and 45 in this? But I guess it is technically still preseason time because it's, you know, what, week three, four? Yeah. I guess so. But it, it's... It's unappealing, especially when you're competing with the NFL playoff right now. 
do you think as the season progresses, will we see less blowouts or is this just going to be a matter of people resting, you know, injuries, COVID, things of that nature? Is it yeah. still going to be the same? I think it's going to be a combination of yes, people resting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I think it's I think it's basically the evolution of the whole rest of your player. Like now they got the you know like the two game series, so like you can you can afford to to go into a Milwaukee and be like, okay, well we'll we'll trade off, we'll we'll rest you tonight, get our um see you know kind of scout you firsthand, and uh you know then come out tomorrow fully rested and and really go at you. Um, I got two more stories. I got two more stories. My bad, y'all. Did you guys hear about the uh, Pascal Siakam? Uh, they lost to... Let me pull this up. I can't remember. Oh, they lost to the Knicks. The Raptors lost to the Knicks. He got frustrated. He's not playing well this season. He leaves the court before the game is over. The clock is winding down. He got suspended. Um, do you guys think this is a big deal, little deal, or no deal? For the definitely, Raptors? I think it's a big deal because he's supposed to be their franchise player now. I mm-hmm. think it's definitely a big deal. And they just paid him. Yeah. You can't and not trade him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's, I think we, I was talking about that too on the game with the, with the guys and, as far as like, see, Ockham didn't play well at all last season either, and that was his first year without Kawhi. And then this year, so really, is he a top player or is he just like one of those roles? They paid him like a top player, so I guess they got to No, I think he still got potential. He just got to be work. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a number one guy. They paid him like a number one guy, which he's really not. Um, they got to get him a number one guy over there. I think he gonna he gonna go back to being Pascal Siakam from uh, two seasons ago. You know what I mean? I think he would he uh-huh. go back to that if he gets a number one guy. Um, also, also, I think this is a big deal too. Um, you got Ananobly. Uh, Kyle Lowry and, 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 and Van Vliet. Van, these guys are playing. They balling. And Van, Van Vliet, he's, he's got, he's putting up buckets. Do you think it might be a, like, Pascal is feeling some type of way about everybody getting theirs and the selection of shots he's getting? He's not. That's where I thought the frustration came from. Like, cause, you know, Fred been putting up buckets. He's shooting. He getting to the rim every time down. It's like he trying to put the team on his shoulders cause he know, I mean, Pascal's not doing what he's supposed to do. You know what I mean? As the number one guy. So I don't know. I think there might be a little pressure. We kind of talked about this, uh, privately yesterday on the phone. I think it's I think it's a little bit of frustration from uh you know self pressure that he's putting on himself um and then like hearing in in the you know in the channel the back channels and in the media and stuff that you know his his name's being tossed around in uh 
you know, James Harden talks and, sh- and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, and, then another top, and then on top of that, losing to the Knicks, like, you could, you could see the frustration, you know, like, why are we losing to the Knicks and placing some of that blame on themselves? Like, <laughs> hey, if I would have, you know, played slightly better, we would have had no problem with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So I, I see the frustration on his end. I understand what, you know, Toronto's trying to do as far as, you know, uh, keep their culture and, and, and that they, you know, build over the last few years. Like, look, nobody's above the culture. So if you walk out, you act like that, you're, you're going to pay the, pay the price. And then, you know, if you do it again, then, but if you look at other, uh, teams that have that kind of culture that, you know, that it don't, that kind of behavior don't ride. Like you're not going to do that in Golden State or Miami or, uh, uh even a Boston. Like you're going to, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I was looking through one of my sources looking for news and. I spotted this. This is from December 22nd, but, uh, Tyron, Tyron Lou was a candidate to become, uh, a head coach for the 76ers this offseason. Um, mm-hmm. now we know Tyron Lou is, he, there's an, he's an, he has an ally in Rich Paul who represents LeBron James and Ben Simmons. Right, I'm not sure if Tyron Lue is represented by Rich Paul or not. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can look it up later. But uh, anyway, so sources come out and they say that Joel Embiid he opposed Tyron Lue for basketball reasons, um, but also that. The optics for Tyron Lue being a Ben Simmons guy, quote unquote, getting the job would not look good to Joel Embiid. How do you guys take this? Um, me personally, I think I. Lou could have probably got it. I mean, even though Doc Rivers was doing that, I look at Doc could have got B. I think he could have got more out of him B than Doc is probably going to do. Doc probably really only worried about Ben mm-hmm. And Ty Lou, I mean, he's been he a good coach. Okay. I don't see why I don't see why Joel wouldn't like you know wouldn't want him. Okay, Kirsch. I'm waiting for Juba to uh, stop yelling his opinion. Okay, I, 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 kind of I, I'll cover it. I'll cover it. I'll cover it. I'll come back. I'll come back to you. All right. Oh no, we're good. We're good. Okay. I was just gonna say, um, I don't think, uh, I don't think that it, that's really that big of a deal. I think, I think at the end of the day, Philly needs to come to a realization that ultimately the the MB Ben Simmons. Yeah, I'm gonna say what's up, like, mm-hmm. or or not not how they view it anyway. Like maybe if you're going to uh, even even then, I don't think so. But like if you're gonna move a Ben Simmons to like a 
a small forward or a power forward and get some somebody in there that can really st- stretch the court and create some space. Can I add one thing right now? Kind of like breaking news almost, but because we are on Philly, but Philly playing Washington right now. And Bradley Bill has 59 points. <laughs> and they up by 126 to 127. Uh, Washington's up. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> and they're up by one point. But, wow. yeah, that's Philly. That's Philly up. Damn, I should have draft to play DraftKings tonight. Um, here, here's my thing. All right, here's my take on it, guys. So I thought about it. I read the article. I thought about it. I said, mm, "That's where the splinter happens." This getting out into the media right now, knowing that um, there's a trade possibly for Ben Simmons. Um, or Joel Embiid, whatever, how they, however they choose to do it, probably going to be Ben Simmons. But you put this out into the, you leak this out to the media. This happened in the off season, right? Joel Embiid is trying to make sure his status of being the guy is unanimous. That's what I take out of that. That's an ego mm-hmm. play. I don't think it had to do anything with basketball because Tyron Lou and Doc Rivers, they're not too much different. You know what I mean? They're they're a little different, but it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So if you okay with Doc Rivers, you would have been okay with uh, Tyron Lou. That's a fact. Um, but the optics of it, it because he don't want it to look like Ben Simmons' team. That tells me a lot about him. And I don't think this tells me moving forward, he's one of them guys who is not, he's, he's going to only want to win if he's the guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to only want to win. Exactly. Yeah, the NBA is just like NFL, still full of egos, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm, I, I do agree with Curtis, like he said. I think, really, to me, they should trade Ben Simmons in a heartbeat for James Harden, but they don't have enough assets for uh, Houston. Right. But I don't think that's going to work. Where, where Ben Simmons? Well, I, I was surprised he shot that three the other night. Did you see that? <laughs> it was 1-3? One 1-3. Three? <laughs> one three. And it was off. That's great. Joel and B set him up in the pool and he shot. Did he make it? He definitely made it. Oh, wow. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Wow. Yeah, they definitely um, should trade him. But I, I wouldn't bank on Joel and B to be winning a championship. You know what I mean? Like, I would, I would be cool with him being, like, just... I don't feel like you can count on him. Uh-huh. That's just how I feel. And he makes too much money to be a third guy. So he kind of going to just be a good player that never won anything. It's, that's my prediction on him. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. So, because he's super, he, he's probably the second best center in the league. But I think, I don't think, I think he's good enough to win a championship. Probably be a good. 28 in the final, 25 in the final. You think so? Yeah. He I like the way I 
he got to make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. That's fine, though. That's why I say I can't, I can't bank on, on him. I know I'm not sleeping on his talent. His talent is there. But this is a guy, uh-huh. anytime you come into the season and you not in shape because you had injuries, you going to have injuries throughout the season. You know what I mean? Trying to work back uh-huh. into shape if you're that big. And we've seen it player after player, generation after generation. Like, you can't do it. You got to come in shape. You have to. Uh-huh. Unless you're James Harden because we- no, he's not a. He's not a big though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. You can get away with it when you like that type of dude. You know what I mean? Like another player that probably can get away with. Well, Luca was a little heavy this coming into this season too. You got to be like a player that can play with that has multiple speeds to their game. You know what I mean? That's yeah. you get away with it. If you could, if you somebody that put people along your hip to score, yeah, you can come in overweight and play yourself into shape. But like a big, they can't do all that. They they be lumbering down the court, they can break broken feet and all that extra weight carrying the shape. No, just come in, come in in shape, work hard, and dominate. That's all they need from that dude, man. He can't, and he. He's off minutes restriction, but still, every time he falls on the ground, the stadium goes quiet. You know what I mean? It's been like that for years because they don't know if he's going to mm-hmm. get up or not. Like I can't, mm-hmm. I can't put my money on somebody like that. Can't do it. But he's entertaining, very talented player. Um, okay, how about this? What type of scenario would he need to be in to win a championship? Like, what does he need around him? Shooters, I think he'll need that, like Orlando did with the White House. Good call. With, a, with an actual solid point guard. Jameer Nelson wasn't, you know, all that, but he got them there. He did his role. Yeah, he was like you know, a, he, a game-managing quarterback. Yeah, but Ben Simmons can't do that because he couldn't shoot. At least Jameer was knocking down, you know, mid-range like that. So I think Bill Shooters around him. Mm-hmm. Like they had with the Bay Jimmy. I don't know what happened. They only gave that one year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should have kept Jimmy. For real. That, yeah. I um, think if you put him, I think you you put him with like a, a dog. Like you could have a one-two combination and then put like role players around him like, like a Kobe Shaq. But the dog would have to be like a Kawhi. Oh, Okay. Okay. Like somebody who who's a lockdown defender, and you know, and can carry the team, and and facilitate. Hmm. I actually did that one year on one of my GMs for Two uh, K. <laughs> Got Kawhi over there with Philly, but uh, let's see what else do we got. That's everything. That's everything. You guys got anything else for the week? Uh, I don't got nothing. I ain't seen nothing too. Yeah, I don't have nothing on this end. Okay, cool. All right, fellas. 
Uh, I appreciate y'all being on the call. We'll see y'all next week, same time. Um, hopefully we'll have another segment, you know what I'm saying? Have another like segment filled. I didn't get it filled this week. Thank you, Curse, for coming through with the halftime speech. Um, we'll work on that. I got to get some music in too for the, for the segments too. All right, y'all. I'll holla. All right. All right. Hey, hold on. Y'all, y'all stay on the call. Y'all stay on the call. I'm about to end this show though. All right. Peace.